Welcome to Simply Happy Conversations. I'm Narelle King, wellness and organizational coach and yin and nidra yoga instructor. This podcast will help you create more time using organizational strategies so that you can start to simplify your life and prioritize your health. I'll be sharing conversations with other health and organizational experts and solo episodes with tips to help you simplify your life and prioritize your health. Hi, and welcome to Simply Happy Conversations. I'm Narelle King, and in today's solo episode, I'll be sharing strategies that you can use to stay positive during difficult times like lockdowns. If you're wanting simple ways to break this negative cycle our mind likes to take us on and focus on the things that you can control, then this episode is for you. Thanks for joining me for today's solo episode. I'll be sharing strategies that you can use to stay positive during typical times. So these might be lockdown like we are here in Australia at the moment, or it could be a separation of a friendship or a relationship, or it could even be a death in the family, so or friend, close friend. So these strategies could be used during any of those difficult times. These um, strategies help us to move through the negative uh, thought patterns that we have. So it's only natural when we're feeling uncertainty, overwhelm, helplessness, that our mind looks for negative. It's actually like a natural survival mode that our body and mind does. But over time, if we're continually sitting in that negative thought patterns, it places stress on our body, which also impacts our health. So today, I'm going to share with you six strategies that you can use in your life. There might be one that really resonates with you that you might like to start implementing today. Strategy number one is to create a new routine or family routine. In the case of us, we have a family. By having a routine, it creates a feeling of control and predictability and pleasure from that certainty and comfort. And both certainty and comfort are basic survival modes that I also actually talked about back in uh, season one in episode four. Yeah, so you could go back and listen to that where I'm talking a little bit more about our basic needs that we need in life. So by having our certainty and comfort, serotonin is the neurochemical that's released to help us feel stable, calm and content. So if we have things that are familiar to us, we're going to have that increase in serotonin. The other thing, neurochemical, that's also released is dopamine. And dopamine helps us feel good and gives us that um, buzzing feeling. And it is released when we have anticipation for something by us having, for example, a bike ride coming up. That is something that I've said that I wanted to do this weekend. It just creates that little bit of anticipation, which gives me a quick shoot of dopamine into my body, which makes me feel excited and and really looking forward to that activity. So you can create some certainty and control by creating a family routine or something that you can look forward to, like my example of the bike ride. Other examples of things that we've done as a family over last year's lockdown, also some difficult times that we also had um, with a close friend passing away, and again then this year during lockdowns. So one of the things that we like to do as a family is cook meals together. My husband 
husband was really great at making apple pies. So when our apple tree is in uh, flower and dropping a lot of apples, they seem to always have happened over the last two years during lockdown. So we've been able to make, well, he's made an apple pie with my daughter's help. Another thing is a lemon tart that they both like to make. And right now our lemons are in season and we have an abundance of them. So they've been using those to make a lemon tart. Another one that I'm looking forward to this weekend is I've purchased some eggs and bacon from a local farm here in Geelong, and I'm looking forward to creating a beautiful breakfast with that this weekend. Another one to help with routines might be an indoor game. So one of the ones that our family loves to do is play octopus. And if you ask your children, they'll be able to explain the type, the game of octopus. But basically, it's one person in the middle, everyone else on the outside, and you've got to make it to another point in the room without getting hit by a ball or you can just, they can try and tag you with their hand. Also, poison ball is another one, another favourite of our families. And it doesn't require much space or organisation and it's just something that's fun as well as probably also helps to get everyone laughing about something that maybe, especially if you've got older children, that maybe they haven't done for a few years. Another one that we've done is create a movie night. So we didn't actually have movie a set in movie night before 2020. Now Friday night is known as our movie night. And also we've also had some times where we've created goal or the kids have created goal class and invited us in and, you know, had the food and we watched a movie together and just sort of created the ticket and went all out with it. So that was a great idea as well. So number two is to explore your local neighbourhood. Like for us at the moment, it's actually a 5K uh, restriction. We can't go outside of five kilometres from our own home. But this is great to be able to explore your local area. So it also helps for both our mind and body to keep them busy by walking around, riding your bike, riding a scooter. I don't know about you, but we find that there's a lot more people out and about, even in the middle of winter, than there normally would be. We also need a certain level of uncertainty and variety and unpredictability in our lives. This keeps things fun and exciting and just adds variety to your regular routine. So some of the examples of things that you could do is just by exploring, maybe it's a local park, or maybe you're lucky enough to have a beach close by that you've not been to lately. So you could go for a walk, walk a different route to the shops that you normally go to. Maybe it's like taking a different side street, or the other option could be discovering a new takeaway coffee shop. So maybe you go to the same one, but there is another one that you haven't tried. And so it's taking that opportunity to go and try something new as well as you're supporting a local business as well. One of the other things is that we order dinner from a local restaurant instead of cooking dinner on a Friday night. Another part of that is it it allows us to see what they have to offer. We're also trying something new as well as, like I've said, is just supporting local business. Number three is connecting with others. Obviously, with lockdowns, It's social distancing um, creates that barrier to connection that we're so used to. So we have to use things that are online like Zoom or Messenger, WhatsApp. So it might be something that you feel comfortable with or familiar with, but at least it's offering you that opportunity to connect with family and friends around you. You know, it's really fundamental for us to have, you know, that sense of closeness and connection with others. And when we do, 
oxytocin, the neurotransmitter that's released, it helps us to feel loved and connected and helps us feel happier. So we want to feel happier and the way we can do that is by connecting with others, whether it's online or not. Another one is that transactional interactions, so going to the shop and just having a conversation about the weather or how they're coping in the, in the lockdown, if that's when this is happening, when you're going out. It helps your brain to know that the world makes sense and it's safe by having those transactional interactions. And in episode four, I will be talking a little bit more about that connection and how it helps us move through the stress cycle as well. Number four is to express gratitude. So by practicing gratitude, it's like one of the best and fastest way to feel positive. You know, there's so much research out there about how gratitude impacts your mental health and physical health as well. It's about giving thanks for what you have already right now. It's not about wishing what you wish for. It's what you have. It could be the clean water that you're getting out of your tap. It's the air, the clean air that you have. It's the people around you, the food that you're able to just go to the fridge and get out. So gratitude helps you to stay present in the present moment and not worrying about the past or worrying about the future and what we could be having instead. It allows you to accept all the good things that you have in your life around you right now. And it could be, like I said, as small as being able to turn on the tap and have water to be able to fill up your drink bottle or fill up the kettle. So this is really important when we're having tough times because it makes us realize that there's some good surrounding us as well. And trying to consciously think or write down about it actually really helps to express the gratitude could sitting at the dinner table, which is something that we do, is share one thing that you're grateful for. Another one is I do write down three things at the end of each week in my diary, St. Belfield's diary, and it actually has a space there. So it's become it's like a ritual to me every week. Number five is focusing on your breath. So your breath is an anchor to the present moment. And it's just like gratitude. It's that anchor to the present moment. Deep breathing encourages the relaxation response in our body. So it helps to trigger the parasympathetic nervous system. And by having a longer out breath, it actually stops the stress response. It's telling our body that we're safe by having a longer out breath. Because obviously when we're in stress mode and we're trying to get away from that tiger or that danger, our breath is faster in, out, in, out really quickly. Whereas having that long out breath is telling your brain you're actually safe. You're not being chased by a tiger right now. By also focusing on your breath, you're able to slow down your thoughts and not get caught up and worrying about the future or even the past. This helps then to calm our nervous system, which again links all the way back to our stress response. So whenever you're starting to feel overwhelmed and anxious, doing intentional breathing and attaching it to something you already do helps it to become a habit in your life. So one of the ways that I do this is when I'm plugging my phone into the charger, something I do every day. 
I take my three to five breaths. When I'm turning on the kettle is another activity that I do every day. So I'm getting more intentional breathing then. Other ways is maybe when you're driving and you're stopping at the traffic lights. First thing in the morning when you're getting out of bed, when you're opening the fridge door, all these things that you already do. Maybe it's when you're putting your toothbrush away, but just thinking of one of those things that you already do and attaching your intentional breathing to it is a way of building that habit. Another thing about your breath might be then trying an online class at the moment. There's so many resources out there, different yoga centers, meditation places that have free ones online on their social media that you can go and try on YouTube. Um, For myself, there are some yin and nidra yoga classes that I have on my YouTube channel, as well as some nidra classes on my Instagram that I've done during this lockdown. So you could go and try one of those to help you with focusing on your breath. Number six is using your senses. So turning off from autopilot and using your senses helps you to be more mindful and experience the present moment. So again, it's just like the focusing on your breath and gratitude. It helps you to be in the present moment and not replaying things that happened in the past or worrying about the future. When things are tough, the way we can use our senses, our seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, could be watching the sunrise or sunset. This will also help your natural rhythm. So that's even better as well, especially with the sunset and getting ready for bed as well. Listening, listening to music or meditation is another great way to tune in with your senses. Maybe it's putting the music on and dancing with your kids um, around the house. Enjoying the taste of something. So it might be your coffee or tea in the morning, or it could be something sweet and actually just sitting and tasting. Another one is taking in the smells while you're cooking dinner or I really like I've got a particular hand wash that I use and that way I really enjoy the smell of it so I can then tune into my sense of smell while I'm washing my hands. Another one could be enjoying the feel of something like a blanket on the couch, especially if it's wintertime like for us right now. Or maybe it's cleaning your face before bed and just that feel of your skin. So I've started to build mindfulness into my daily routine. So one, I'll give you an example, is when I'm walking my dog. When I'm walking the dog, I am feeling the cold weather on my face and on my hands. I'm listening to the birds. Usually I get up and walk about six o'clock. The other thing is I generally then will see the sunrise at the moment through winter time. Those are just from one activity of walking the dog. I can tune into four of my senses. Maybe there might be smells as I'm walking, definitely on the weekend. You can always smell someone cooking bacon or breakfast. That then helps us tune into our senses just from one activity. So I hope by sharing these simple ways to break your negative cycle and focus on things that you can control, that you'll be able to stay positive in difficult times. I'd love for you to share with me on Instagram or Facebook how you're staying positive during the lockdown at the moment if you're in Australia or maybe you're going through just a difficult time in general in your life, I'd love for you to share which strategy you're using. Thanks for listening to Simply Happy Conversations. Thank you so much for joining me for today's Simply Happy Conversation. If you'd like to reduce your stress, improve your mood, 
and support your immune system, then join me for an introduction to yin and nidra yoga. Over five short 10-minute online lessons, you'll start to feel calmer and more rested. Head to simplyhappy.com.au in the resources section and start today. Mm-hmm.